Hey y'all, it's Erin from the Underground Railroad. You are tuning in to another great show on the 4-Eyed Radio Network. To listen to more of this show and other great shows, tune in to www.4eyedradio.com. That's right, kids. This is your good pal, Steve-O, from 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk about a great person. Now, think about it. Who are you going to call when your logo looks like shit? You want a kick-ass logo. You want people to see your logo and go, you know what? That's an awesome logo. I wonder who did that logo. Well, I'll tell you who could do your logos for you. Check out Raven Designs. Special care of your work. Special inquiries? Check her out. She's got everything. Ravencruise.com is the place to go because you want a kick-ass logo. You want to stand above the rest. I guarantee it. You hear this song in the background? You know these guys have a kick-ass logo. It's a recognizable logo. And I guarantee it if Raven was back in that time period, she probably would have made it for them. And they would have been like, hells yeah, people know who we are because we got Raven Designs behind us. Check out Ravencruise.com if you want a kick-ass logo for business cards. Maybe you want to put it on a car. These guys did. Maybe you want to put it uh, on your building. You want something kick-ass. You want something that people can see and just go, this is awesome. Check out ravencruise.com. And you know what? Do it. Do it right now. You got nothing else going on for you right now. Get a kick-ass logo. Check out her artwork, ravencruise.com. Hello, this is Player One Stevo, and this is an all-new episode of the Arcade Bros. Uh, I want to give a handout to our special guest in the studio right now, uh, Andrew Robert Hopkins. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you, Steve? I'm good. I'm good. Of course, you can find us at www.arcade-bros.com, part of the 4i Radio Network. Uh, also, if you want to check out more great shows, check out 4iRadio.com. The show, of course, is brought to you by Raven Designs, illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit ravencruise.com. Uh, so yeah, so we did not have a show last week. Uh, a lot of stuff has been coming up. Again, like we said, I'm reformatting two of the shows. I'm still trying to find... I, I like how I had two shows that didn't have any hosts, and now I have to find host for four shows now so no way really yeah uh <laughs> well hopefully if this goes well you've got one filled yes we got one filled so uh we'll see how everything goes but uh yeah so thank you thank you for coming uh on the show and everything like that i believe this is episode uh 76 dude um, really yeah yeah we're getting up there um but uh what are we going to do for the upcoming 100th episode I, which is still like a few weeks away <laughs> yeah, it's it's still a few weeks away. I have, I have nothing planned, but uh, uh, but of course, how we always start off the show. Um, what have you been playing this week? Oh, dude, um, I've been I went back a little bit old school uh, with some of the uh, PlayStation Plus game options. Okay, I went downloaded. Um, like I got uh, Deus Ex, so I'm playing some Deus Ex, which oh, nice. I never touched originally because I didn't hear. I heard a little bit of things, saw some kind of cool looking things, and never heard more. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. For free, I was like, okay, cool. Download, start playing. Mm-hmm amazing i was really surprised with how good the graphics were the environment was it's out for all consoles which is kind of cool i think you can pick it up now for like 10 maybe 15 bucks oh, okay so it's an, it's an option to go back to if you miss the first time around okay cool very solid play very good playthrough the other one i've been playing is i had to go back to my kart racing i don't own a wii and i don't have mario kart 8 yet <laughs> um so i want a little bit of planet karting how I'm is like, that it's so much fun because it's uh it's got that kart racing feel that Mario Kart did. Like you can crash and some of the other stuff, but you can design your car how you want it. You can build engine upgrades. Oh. The coolest thing I like though is you can design your own racetrack. It's the same way as in Little Big Planet World. Okay. You can lay out your track. You can flatten. You can have hills. You can set whatever you want. You can literally make the cars drive up a mountain. It's really fun. Oh, that's cool. Like yeah. you can build elevation levels and changes and jumps and things like that. You can you can design a track however you want. Oh, cool. Um, it's really well done that way. Um, 
it's a little bit complicated at first. You have to get, you know, kind of understanding of where you can put track and where you can't put track, things like that, how to up down mountains, add water, okay. those sorts of things. Kind of like most, like when you read, when you design a level well, like, in like, most games. Like, like a little big planet, like when you design a regular level, like yeah. you have to put everything where it goes, you know, that kind of thing. And with that, it, but it, but it adds a cart racing element and then you can, you can test your track and see if you like where it's laid out. If not, you can in the editor before you've actually saved the whole thing. Very cool. But make sure you save. Because as soon as like you have an issue at all, gone. gone. Like, there's no uh, auto save at all. So uh, like if you like spent two hours making this track, you're like, it's perfect. Power outage. Damn it. You know what? That was like that was the biggest problem I had with uh, the God of War games. Like the God oh, of War I games. I love God of War so great, much. Great, great uh, set of games and everything. But the latest one that came out, like the last one for the PlayStation 3, was like the prequel to everything. Oh, no. Uh, no. But that one was just like they finally added the autosave feature to that one. Yeah. Like, I, was all like, I was like, where really? was this three years where ago? Where was this three years ago? Yeah, yeah exactly. Three games ago. Like, especially with God of War 3. I'm like, that's where you should have like put it in. But you decided, it's like, no, we're going to wait until we do the last one. And then we're going to add it. And then we'll add it. Yeah. And we'll see how it goes. And it was great because that would happen sometimes. You get stuck somewhere or the game would be at faulty. And then it's like, well, I didn't save. So I have to go back through all this freaking crap now. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, okay, I'm just right here. So it's just a, it was just a weird like function that like autosave when that first came out. And like still people still have not implemented it into their other games yet so it's just so what do you think of the uh the new bundle um seeing as we're touching on a little bit um i've been looking at the new lego hobbit game oh that looks very solid but now it's a bundle option with the playstation 4 ps3 i think it's like 500 gig playstation 3 okay and the game for like 270 bucks brand new that's pretty good it's like 260 it's like 269.99 so it's like 270 okay 500 gig the new slimmer playstation yeah and um, Lego Hobbit. That's actually pretty good because uh, the I would have to say the Lego video games is like one of the f- like one of my favorite kind of titles now. Like just everything I've been playing. Of course, I just talked about I was playing. I picked up uh, or not picked up. I got from GameFly the Le- uh, Lego Marvel uh, superhero game. Which uh, after playing that, just going like this has been the funnest Marvel game <laughs> I have played in a while. Oh, that's not fair to Marvel versus Capcom. Come on. That's the thing though. It's like it just makes me <laughs> want them to make another uh, you know Ultimate Alliance you know oh. game. Just Dude. for play, that was just such that was such a great game uh, for PlayStation 2. I mean, it's such a fun game. Uh like even the sequel, I a lot of people are like the sequel is just repetitive. But I'm like, you know what? It's it's basically the format of the X-Men Legend game when that came out. Oh, and then dope. they they implemented that and then they just threw all the other, you know, Marvel universes together. So it's just like Of course. But I mean, I'm not surprised at all by that. Like they're they're not trying to they found something that worked, and they're kind of like Marvel does. Mm-hmm. They're kind of beating that pony until they can, you know, they kill it and slaughter it and pass it on to something else. Exactly. But they did it with almost every, like, Marvel-based video game, besides, I would argue, the Marvel vs. Capcoms. Marvel vs. Capcom was, was one of the only super enjoyable games like that. Whereas I think on the other side, DC has done a much better job branching out. Like, look at all the Batman series. Yes. It's not just a traditional... Okay, Batman goes fights. It's way deeper. The storytelling's better. The graphics visually are better. And I think right now in that in the ballpark of Marvel versus DC in terms of video games, I think DC's winning. Like you, I want to play a new Batman game. I want to oh, play yeah. a new downloadable content. Marvel, I'm like, okay, Marvel Lego's cute. Like it'll be fun, but I don't expect it to be a, it's a intense cinematic no, no, no. as well as it's, like it's a goofy fun game that you can sit there and just you know have fun with it. And it's it's a rental. You know, um, it's not like go out and buy this. I mean, unless you can get it for like twenty bucks, you know. So it's definitely like like twenty dollars less fine. It's more like fifteen, probably. It's like a fifteen. I mean, because to me, it's like I rent it. I'm basically just going to get everything I possibly can with it. Then I'm just going to send it back. It's like there's no. So you're going to use it like that two dollar whore. Ah, I would say a one dollar whore. Wow. Wow. I mean, it's a fun game. It's a great game. I mean, if you have kids, (laughs) then yeah, get it for the kids. But uh, you, if you're playing it, you're going to basically beat it and then be done with it. You're not going to, you yeah. know. Uh, so it's, it's It just does have a ton things. of replay value. Yeah, I mean, it does have the replay value of going back there and collecting all the stuff like most LEGO games do. But, I mean, as soon as you get it, I mean, that was like LEGO Batman. As soon as I got oh, everything, dude. got 100% in yeah, that I was game, done. Like, what I was done. Do? I just traded in. So Although LEGO Batman, again, I actually liked LEGO Batman better than I've looked at some of the other LEGO options. LEGO Batman was done really well. Yeah, it was really done really, really well. Um, but the one thing, going back to the DC, the best part, what I want Marvel to do is start hiring 
comic book writers because the two Batman games were written by Paul Dini, the guy who originally wrote for the animated series. So and, and if they were smarter in doing that comic, you get that environment. You exactly. get Dude, I'm telling you, it is some of the darkest video games I've played in terms of story content and everything else. It's like going back to the original Batman um not the one with Adam West, <laughs> which is going to be funny, but no, the uh, like uh, Tim Burton style Batman, like yeah. Batman and Batman Returns, which were both amazingly darker movies, mm-hmm. and then like it went kitschy because corporations got involved, and everything else, they wanted happy toys, yeah, and so that was basically why they wanted more toy options, so they made them super bright and super you know pretty and whatever, yeah, colorful, but it was much darker a story, and that's what you have with these new Batman games, exactly. You like, don't see a lot of those options. Yeah, and it's the thing, and I've been saying that for a while. Like, I think that my favorite Spider-Man games I played were the ones that were not based off the movies. They were ones that were just like, let's do a storyline. Like, Shattered Dimensions, fantastic Spider-Man game where you played four different Spider-Mans and went through, like, these entire thing. And they got great voice. I mean, they got Patrick uh, Neil Patrick Harris, who actually played Spider-Man in the animated series, like, mm-hmm. when it was on Tim TV for a bit. They got all these people who oh, played dude. Spider-Man before. And it worked out great. You got great voice casting, people that brought you the story, made you want to keep playing because it's like, this is a fantastic, because it's from scratch. Something brand new. It does take stuff from the comics, and you're like, okay, I can relate to this. And that leads me into the, I'm pissed off that they're making yet another Amazing Spider-Man 2 game. Really? You haven't learned the first time Spider-Man came out as a movie and you made a game on it and it was crap. Second time you made a game for Spider-Man 2 and it was crap. Third time you made a Spider-Man movie and it was a game and it was still crap. The only thing that came out of that game, the Spider-Man 2 to 3, that mm-hmm. actually helped Spider-Man was the fact that they're like, you can go from ground to, you know, street level, and they did the webbing and everything that they actually made it like, okay, I am, okay, this is Spider-Man. It wasn't like the first one where you're just like, I have no idea what his web is attached to, and I'm high above the city, and this is very awkward, and... Well, the awkward camera angles, because it was like uh, Resident Evil. Yes. Like, going back to the Resident Evil where you had that horrible back camera angle, and you couldn't adjust it. Yes. So you were stuck from the same perspective the entire time. So you go into a dark corner, and instead of being able to like turn and look and see what's going on, you were like stuck following your character. And I'm like, that's kind of a cool perspective, but it's horrible for gaming. Yeah. You, then all of a sudden, you're swarmed. Like, there's nothing you can do. You are completely swarmed. What do you do? And one of the best Spider-Man games, told to this, to, in my opinion, to this day, was the one that when they released it uh, after like the Tony Hawk franchise kicked off and Activision was going back and making games. They got a hold of the Spider-Man. You mean uh, for N64? Or no, PlayStation? No, well, yeah, the ones that came out for N64 and PlayStation. Yes. That one, I was like, it, it was narrated by Stan Lee, so you got that. It had great voice acting in it. It was fun. It was kiddie. They joked around. They did all this stuff, but they made it like a comic book game. You know, we, we should tie this into the other podcast that we're talking oh, about. Oh, the long box, yes, yeah. <laughs> Which is a totally comic podcast. So now we switch from video games to comic, but that's the best part about it, is so many good games are coming out that are done by, like you said, Comic editors, people yeah. who did wrote for you know animated TV series exactly. and things like that, and I'm like, that's where your writing comes from. I mean, uh, Kevin Smith says it all the time when they were like, we don't know how to write these comic book movies. He's like, hire comic book writers. Like, I I would love to see you know like you you, you talk about some of the greatest like comic book story artists, and I would love to see like the next Batman series have. Um, do do the like the new story with um like Damian Wade and all of that and the and the rebirth of Batman like how cool would that be for a Batman game Yeah, is the start from the death of Batman mm-hmm. and then like how much fun it would be to play Batman through history Did you read that Did you I read that Grant that. Morrison Yeah, I love that one. I love Batman it. and Robin, uh, the Batman and Robin, the new one before they rebooted the Fifty Two, mm-hmm. but it was the lead up to the bringing back Batman. Yes, and he got lost in time, and like there was Time Watchers tie in. Yeah, like I that would be like to, that. Could okay. you imagine that gameplay though? Like you, you would have like one part Batman game, one part Assassin's Creed. That I was just thinking about that. It would, that would actually be a fun game. Like who knows? I mean, I know this is Rocksteady says this is the last Batman game they're doing the Arkham Knight. Um, but uh, going, I know we're jumping all over the place. But uh, with uh, what did you think about Origins? Solid game again. Solid, fantastic. It's a solid eight. Mm-hmm. I can't give it a ten like it was the first time. Like Arkham, like first time I saw Arkham City, ten out of ten. Like hands down, it was one of the best visual games at the time. It was most in depth. The character development was insane. The cutscenes were amazing. It was like uh, Metal Gear Solid Four when it came out for PlayStation Three, mm. and the actual gameplay time is like nineteen hours, but it's like a forty-hour game because there's like such great cinematic cutscenes. Yeah, that totally tell a story that they got amazing actors for. Mm-hmm. Same kind of story. This one, it's feeling a little bit tried and true. Yes. And so that that's that's the only reason why I'd, I'd knock it down a couple stars. Uh, you actually gave it a lot higher rating than I would. I gave really? it a seven point five. 
uh, due to the fact that good game, fun to play, little short. I thought it was a lot shorter than the other ones. And then due to the fact that I don't know what you played it on, but mine had so many glitches. What'd you play it on? I played it on the 360. Ah, see, I got a buddy with a PlayStation 3. He let me borrow it just to just to kind of to spank test it and test it out, see if it really could uh, take the bitch. And um, it was amazing. It, it, it played well. I didn't see that glitchiness. There was a couple times you get stuck, but it just didn't feel... You're right. And now that you're saying that, I'm thinking back to some of the times where you get stuck in something or like it feels glitchy or... Well, my game froze three times <laughs> and then the save file corrupted. So literally, I played the game three, three times, times all the way through because where it kept glitching, I actually skipped the mission. It was like the Deadshot mission. Yeah. I actually skipped it and then realized, oh, I was 20 minutes away from beating the game. <laughs> So I basically played Batman Origins three times all the way through. <laughs> so uh, well, I, I guess apparently had, uh, it was forced playability. Is that what they were going for there? I guess, and I, I wrote to them going, "You need to fix this. This is really like, glitchy." Update I'm like, patch, I've whatever had, you yeah, need. you you really need to fix this. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the gameplay. I didn't like the fact that they were all like, "It's going to be bigger than Arkham City," but to me, it felt like either smaller or about the same size. Arkham City was just. I see. I still go back to the original Arkham Asylum. Oh, I love Arkham Side. That's like my ten. Like it's got to be. It's got to be one of the best games in the last five, six, seven years. I mean, I'm talking going back a ways. I mean, I haven't had this much fun playing a Batman game since literally the Nintendo Batman game that came out from Sunsoft. <laughs> yes, that, that was that was okay, amazing. That was an amazing game. Not only was it an amazing game, it had a, such a good soundtrack. Oh, dude, eight bit style too. Oh, it was, so and it was good. such a great eight bit soundtrack. Dude. I mean, it was great. It was like, mm. and it was, and it was actually pretty dark and gritty for like an NES for a, you know an NES well, game. Well, dude, but like you look at some of the other um, like NES games. Like one of my favorite games in my entire like SNES collection is I have the original Doom Red cartridge. It was one of the first M seventeen games. Yes, and it came out for an SNES. And like, really, like you look at most of the other games in there, and they're like, eh, okay, you know, Jurassic Park and some of the other kind of you yeah. know a little bit a little bit intense. Then you get Doom, and like. It's a real Doom game. Yeah, no, it was. And actually, it was funny. The music in that one is, like, better than all the other ports after it. Dude, I, I hated Doom for PC. Doom on SNES, amazing. Yeah, like, even the music in that game, like, how they did it for that system. Like, even, mm -hmm. I think, when it came out for, I think the same one came out for Jaguar. Yeah. Uh, and it was horrible. Like, the soundtrack was just like, what? Oh, no, it didn't even have music. No, I think it, it didn't was, have it music. Was, it was just silence. Yeah, it was, it was silence. Like, and you're okay. like, um, what, what, what happened here? I, I understand trying to up the creepy factor by not having, like, but that whole game was just, it was just really well written. It was a really good, really interesting game. But again, you're talking a dark game on a, on a happy console, so to speak. Yeah, which is funny. Because uh, that was like always Genesis's stick. It yeah, like. Genesis usually had like kind of like more of the uh, kind of adult M thirteen, yeah, thirteen and older M seventeen type um, games. But yeah, just uh, yeah. But I, I yeah, I played a lot of games this week. So yeah, the Marvel Legos is good. I finally beat Infamous, the first one. Uh, I pretty much just like punished myself. I hate that game. Like what, Infamous, Infamous, or and Infamous Two. Both. I'm I'm playing through the second one now because basically I have nothing to play on my PlayStation Three. I was debating on stuff, and because uh, I was like, well, if I get a PlayStation Four, I'm definitely going to pick up Second Son because it's like the only thing that's out. Did you also um, what was it? That was a Thief. Yes, I um Thief. I want to like I want to get it, but like it's, it's a been... PS4, isn't it? Like PS3, PS4 only? Nope, uh, across all consoles again. See, I don't understand what they're doing with new consoles. That's a great tie-in um, to some of the new console stuff. Like Titanfall, amazing game, mm -hmm. only Xbox, only Microsoft. Yes. So you have to either be a PC gamer, 360, or Xbox One. Mm -hmm. And I know that we said it came out early. I think it would have been better if they did, instead of just the controller, they did the entire system in a badass like Titanfall, Xbox Yeah, One. they only released that for like... Um, they like, really gave it to some guy. They gave it to like the developers, and that was it. Yeah, like, developers and stuff like that, which I was kind of worried because after seeing it, like you can buy the controller. Yeah, well, the controller is beautiful. Controller is beautiful, but the system, to be honest with you, system's like half done. Yeah, it's really It's really odd. weird, and I was kind of, like, taken back from it, because when I picked up my Xbox, I was like, I'd rather just get the regular black one. I don't want this half... It looked like they started it and going, like, yeah, just ship them. <laughs> <laughs> it literally looked like, like, like John bad. forgot to finish it. He's like, oh, no, they're good. Just send them out. Just send them out. <laughs> Shit. 
You know, um, <laughs> but yeah, speaking of which, I play, I've been playing some more Titanfall. Very interesting game. Matt and I uh, were doing some battles. Uh, I was playing the new, not, well, I played it before on 360, but I lost my copy. I, I, this is why I don't lend games out to people, so I let somebody borrow it and never got you back. You need a tracker chip, and if they, uh, if, they, if they screw up, you can blow their hand off? Yeah, something like that. So, But I bought the, uh, the new one. Uh, it looks really good. Like They really did improve on the high-definition graphics on that one. I'm almost done with that. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare is just hilarious. It's just a fun game. Uh, Raymond Legends, of course, uh, a beautiful game. Which I didn't touch it. How how was it? Raymond Legends. Yeah. Was it was it every Raymond game tied up into one? And did you ever play Origins? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's great. It's is it like a little more polished, like a little more turtle wax? Oh polished? my god! It's 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 beautiful looking, which will get us into the Child of Light because uh, oh. I think UBI uh, Software doing these uh, just art-based kind of games how oh, they looked dude. at art oh it's just fantastic it's just a fun game to play and it's just addicting and it's funny because like this is a game that i'm playing going like i wish there was raymond competitions because like matthew was watching me play it uh one night and he was just like damn you're good i'm like oh, no, i'm okay you know and everything that then i started like playing it going like actually i am really good at this what's going on like <laughs> i usually don't brag about games like what i'm good at like you know there's certain games that you're like oh, oh steve this is my we have, let, we have let you you know i've seen that dick swinging in the wind before <laughs> well, that was a joke I made with Titanfall. I was all like, because I was kicking Matt's ass, and like he's like level thirty-one, and I'm just five. And I haven't played that much, and I just like wailed on him. And then I was all like, you know, knowing Matt, he's like, I feel bad for Steve. He's had a pretty bad week, and I'm just gonna put the controller down, let him win, you know, a couple rounds. Like but no, Matt was like, no, you're fucking good at this. Game, right? He's like, but it's funny because like I'm great in a Titan, but like on the ground, like I got to get like mm-hmm. uh, used to that because there's like so much shit you can do, like the double jumps, wall running, like oh, all dude. the different weapons and stuff like that so it's it's but it's a fantastic it, game. it reminds me you know what i was playing in the other day and i haven't touched in forever let's play it on real tournament like hmm. it was a downloadable option for playstation for cheap like ps3 ps psn network or whatever okay. and like it, it wasn't a free one but it was like you could pick it up for pretty cheap and just um unreal tournament was like that like you could jump and double jump and like you get uh, you start to learn to use the weapons better you can bounce crap off walls oh, and like yeah. you know you had the ricochet shots and stuff like that which yeah. is kind of lost in a lot of new gaming. That was just such a cool concept. Yeah, it's so weird. It's like, I think it's weird that some games, like, they'll take stuff from other games, but then they don't deliver it well. Uh, one of the games that I actually got for free when we were talking about the PlayStation 3 bundles last, uh, I think two years ago for Christmas, I upgraded my PlayStation 3 um, to the Slim one, and I got, like, mm-hmm. Ratchet & Clank collection, so I'm, like, perfect. Dude, Ratchet & Clank. Yeah. One of the best, one of the best sidekick-based games. If, if that was an, if they released that, like, on launch date of a brand new Ratchet & Clank game for PlayStation 4, I would have bought one. Oh, no. Like, I wouldn't even have to flip a coin. It would have been, been, been over. Done. Like, yeah. it have been, like, done. Okay. I'm like, Xbox, you can wait. Like, this is my jam. Like, but, uh, but then they really, they gave me for free, and this is how bad this game is. They gave me for free, I have it for free. I still want my money back. Uh, PlayStation All-Star Battle. Because you took a great idea from the Smash Bros. series, and you just did not deliver it well. And yeah, it was like... It was, it was, it was, uh, I've heard nothing but problems from it. I've heard it, it, it just... It was just not finished. It wasn't clean. It wasn't polished. The the action moves didn't make sense half the time. Well, like, okay, you can beat the crap out of each other, but you won't get any points until you use, like, a special. Like, there's no, like, life bar, really. There's no, like, dynamic, really. So, basically, it's just... Which is really funny, because Sony has a really good history doing decent fighting games. You look at their fighting game history, is phenomenal. I mean, yeah. you look at all of the fighting games they've worked on, developed. You know, you look at, like... um Injustice, I know that the people for Injustice worked really heavy with Xbox and PlayStation yes. to make sure that it polished well and played on their consoles amazingly well. And it is still one of the best fighting games. Oh, I love that game. I, I, I absolutely adore it. Now who's, your, now, who's your favorite? Oh, do you really need to ask? Harley? No. Really? Oh, you don't know me that well, do you? Superman. No, just kidding. Batman. <laughs> of course it's Batman. Really? Um, oh, dude, I, I love that Batman. But uh, I do that love that. Batarang combo. Oh. But I'll tell you who's a mate, who's one of the hardest ones to beat in that thing. If you can, uh, if you can play deep, is Deathstroke. Because you can sit at the back and you've got so many. You can just shoot, 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 shoot. If they go to jump, you do yeah. your spinning blade move. You slash them back and you start shooting them again. Oh, it's yeah. such a zoning. It's such a zoning game like that. Like there, there really is that hard. You know, you know who's still even in that game is still. Really fabulous. Who? Aquaman. 
Do you not like Aquaman? I'm not an Aquaman fan. Actually, I, yeah, I think me, he is the. I think I tried playing him in that game. The coolest thing about him is he has a shark, and I hope the shark eats Aquaman, not the other guy. I actually enjoy Aquaman. I think he's a good character. He's uh he's a weird fighting style though. Like he's uh like to be like and don't be fair. Like yes, Aquaman has gone through some shit. They have really destroyed <laughs> that character. But with the new reboot, they have really kind of have you read the new reboot? Yeah, they've uh, really they've been putting him into his. Well, there's a lot of comics. Like I'm a huge Batman fan. I finally like I dove into Green Lantern. I was like I really enjoy Green Lantern now. I dove into the. Did you read Lantern Corpse? Because Lantern Corpse was a great series. Because you had green, blue, black, white. I mean, you had literally yeah, colors of the rainbow. Yeah, yeah. And that that made that that whole comic series great. But uh, Flash, actually, ah! I got into the huge, like, the Flash, like, i absolutely loving his new run in the new 52s. Like, there was stuff with uh, Barry Allen that was just kind of like, yeah, okay, I know a couple of things. But then, like, after reading this, going like, holy shit, man, this guy can do a lot of stuff. And on so. that, a lot of stuff things, we're The Last of Us. Okay, so The Last of Us. Uh, so PlayStation, this is what I love, PlayStation... Uh, Last time PlayStation had a console come out, PlayStation 3, I felt like PlayStation 3 was that kid in the, in the schoolyard or in the class where the college teacher was like, okay, class is done early today. You all can leave. You've got your stuff done unless anybody has any questions. And PlayStation 3 is that kid that rose his hand and goes, I don't understand this. PlayStation 3 was the ones that pretty much was like, oh, the Nintendo Wii? Ooh, it looks like a kid's toy. What a stupid concept. Ooh, motion control. And then what, a year later, you designed that same exact thing and didn't work out for you? So PlayStation 4, to me, has finally been smart and just has shut their mouth and just go, we're going to do what we want to do. Anybody else wants to do what they want to do, great, and I like that. But uh, now they're doing the trend of Nintendo, which everybody gets on Nintendo for, where they're like, why are you remaking a game and putting on a new console? So yes, The Last of Us is being re-released, remastered, for the PlayStation 4. Now, Last of Us. Eh. It was, it was, I mean, it was interesting play. I mean, it was very good post-apocalyptic. Mm -hmm. But it, I don't know. Um, I'm looking at some of the other options. And in a, in a new, like, post-apocalyptic type world setting. Um, kind of brings me into interesting things. Like, you look at some of the other stuff um, that's been out there before. And I'm like, it's a good zombie, but you want to talk about something that's 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 you know a little more different, that's a little bit you know out there in a similar in in my way in a similar idea is like Watchdogs. It's kind of a little bit of that open world explore, kind of a little bit post apocalyptic evil corporation mm -hmm. destroyed the world, and you know. So I'm just kind of like you you're rebooting a game and you're putting a little bit of a polish on it, but you're not really changing the game at all. And it's why am I going to buy a PS4? for that when i can buy it on a ps3 yes and to be honest with everybody a lot of people love this game now don't get me wrong it's not a bad game it's not a horrible game the only problem i have is how they try to sell the game the game oh. was sold as a post of zombie pocket to me it was like this is metal gear solid in the normal world there was <laughs> way too much sneaking around yeah yeah and all this kind of stuff and like don't get me wrong the story was great animation was good like it the made you feel for, were really good it you made, made you feel for these characters exactly. but like other than that like i'm like gameplays wise to be honest, Uncharted had better gameplay, like diving back and forth, kicking people's asses and stuff like that, than this did. Oh no, no, no! Uncharted was an I. I really liked all of the Uncharted games, like even the new one, uh, Drake's. Um, oh, is it for the Vita? Yeah, I haven't played that one yet. I haven't played it. I've just seen. Um, I've just seen some of the you know some of the reviews and and you know being the nerd that I am who hangs out on a computer, it's like ooh nerd. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. I'm sure it will get people to buy the console, maybe, if people have not played Last of Us and they heard about it, but anybody else who's already played it and does not own a PlayStation 4, I don't think people are just going to go running out and buying a PlayStation 4 just for The Last of Us. Now, that doesn't make sense. You could go back and buy a used PlayStation 3 in a game for less money. Fuck, you could probably even find a bundle of PlayStation 3 with the game with it. Exactly. So it's like... Um, now, you're a huge Borderlands fan, correct? Oh. Dude, dude. Supposedly. Okay. What did, what did you think of the mock-up? The, the, the slap in the face of all the true Borderlands players that said that, oh yeah, the studio's totally making a new prequel to Borderlands 2. And it was all, like, fan art concepts. Amazing. They should make it. I don't care who they are. They should hire those guys and make that game. Because I, I watched it and I, and I wanted to believe. Mm. My, my heart died a little bit when I found out. <laughs> Dude, come on, though. I mean, how amazing with a new... Would that be with a set in space where you change the graphic options? Oh, yeah. But, I mean, have you watched any of the video play for it? Mm -mm. 
Oh, dude. Um, I'll have to check that out. Um, uh, we'll put it up to, uh, I'll, I'll find you a link and we'll, we'll, you'll have to put it up to, uh, yeah, we'll post it on the Facebook yeah. page and everything. It's, if you're a Borderlands guy, that's, um, it's, it's, it's one of the coolest looking games ever. Even if you're not like, I don't, I don't really want it. Yeah. Um, uh, the Borderlands 2 prequel just looks amazing. Yeah, the uh, pre-sequel as they're it's calling it. The pre-sequel, yeah. It's supposed to be coming to Xbox 360 and PS3 only, which would be stupid because it, it should be out for 1 and 4. But, like, it's... Unless they're doing this uh, to uh, just get all the sales they need to get before. Because I'm like... tap that, that last little... That little bit of it. Because I'm thinking, like... Because I was talking to Matthew as well. Like, I was like, oh, I, I would just love to see what they're going to do with a Borderlands 3 on, like, the next-gen consoles. Oh, dude. Um, but imagine a prequel... So like they're they're talking about in the prequel the series drop or what what have you, um, uh, with the you know the supposed leak and is it real is it fake you know, um, the rise of handsome and like they they literally explain why the guy becomes the boss and basically you're a bad guy at the end like you're the bad guy in the game because because of you Borderlands two has to happen ah. Uh. Like they, that's how they, that's how the people that, that spoofed this thing did it. Oh, cool. I like that concept. Yeah. But it's like literally you're a, um, let's see if this is the trailer. Yeah. This is, this is a sick trailer. Um, it's one of those, I'm just not sure if it's, it's legit or not. Like they keep talking about Gearbox is going to do it, but we'll see. But it's, um, here, here's the link. Um, Um, no, it's one of those, I, I'm just not sure what's going to happen with it. I hope they do, because if they do, I will buy it in a heartbeat, launch day, you know, I will be out there, I don't care if it's December, and I have to drive to Colorado to buy it, I will buy it. <laughs> like, it's, it's, every Borderlands game, I got on the Borderlands game bandwagon a little bit late, mm -hmm. but since then, it's like, gimme, 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 gimme. Oh, yeah, like, uh, I'm so... that crap up. I went oh, back, yeah. I wiped my start, I'm actually back at level 20 on Borderlands 1. Oh, yeah? Like, I started over, I'm, like, still hanging out, I just left the, you know, the gulch. Okay, like, yeah. Like, where you first start, I just left that area, like, I got shipped out to the new city, and... But it's, um... It's, it's, it's just a fun game. And it's got so much replay value. Because you can change, okay, I was a character this time, I want to be a tank. Yeah. I want to be the, you know, the the chick. I want to be whatever. Yes. And they each play so differently. Like, you got the sniper technique, you got more of a stealthy technique, or you got, which the guy I went with, give me a Gatling gun and recharge energy. Heck yeah. Yeah. So, like, I throw the Gatling gun out, it wipes the, you know, the whelps, and then you just sit there and you get the health recharge. It's, yeah, it's just so freaking, uh, it's, just a, it's just a fun game, especially with the second one where I've actually been playing as the Mechromancer, which I absolutely love, just, just, I literally just walk into like the area where everything is release my robot and i'm like you know what i'm just gonna go find all my like supplies and stuff and then just watch like he just decimate everybody it's just a fantastic playthrough so but um yeah this is probably old because i forget what i updated but yeah there were uh the batman the, during the uh month of uh basically 75 years of batman uh they did have the arkham city and arkham asylum for 4.99 on xbox uh for live gold subscribers of course right now i think in the month of playstation plus, plus it's free arkham city is free right arkham now. i city just downloaded free. it last night i'm like hey i want to break out a game to play one of my favorite games okay download yeah um, so uh we were trying to get my because uh, eric uh from socially awkward he finally just got a 360 no way yeah like uh, finally just got one well he's did, not, did, he's, I, did, did he beat up a, a little eight-year-old kid on christmas day for it maybe uh, <laughs> i'm not i'm not too sure how he procured that uh we didn't really go i don't want to police report again uh but no he he is like the last thing he played pretty much was a nintendo wii just because like he has a kid and all that kind of stuff so he finally got a 360. Don't lie. He he uses the kid as an excuse. That's his like beard cover. It's really because he's a wee lover, and there is nothing wrong with that. Eric, you can love that wee all you want. <laughs> but yeah, so he finally got a he got a three sixty, and then like he's asking us for games and stuff, and I'm trying to like I'm like I don't know what you're into, man. I'm like the, the, all you've been playing on the Wii is like Wii Sports and Mario Kart. I uh, don't know what to hey, recommend. Hey, if you, he likes so. Mario Kart, you should make him buy Forza. And just watch him die <laughs> in Forza. Because uh, he, would, he would buy Forza and be like, oh, it's a racing game. It's just like kart racing, right? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, and then get into it and you're doing 110 and you wreck your car to the side of the wall. Yeah. See, now, now, now there's a question for you. Which was better? GT, Gran Turismo, or Forza? Well, no, because I haven't played any of them. Really? Yeah, I, don't... I, I... Even if you hate racing games, get it. You've got Gamefly. 
which yeah. is such a great way to, to rent and try a game. Borrow it. Just give it a shot once. It is. It, it takes you back to that, how much fun it was to be in an arcade and like sit in the machine and drive. Oh, okay. It's got a very similar feel to that. You can yeah. customize way better. Like GT, the best part about GT was you run enough races that you could go out and buy the crappy Lancer and then you put like a hundred grand into the thing and yeah. like you had a nine, uh, you know, 900, almost thousand horsepower car that could be just about anything on track, even uh, up to Lamborghinis. Like yeah. it was insane. Yeah, no, it's it's not that I don't like racing games. Like I don't mind playing them. I just never was a big into them. Like like I just like a game where I can play and just like, oh, you're gonna pass me? Fuck you, turtle shell. Or like I have like something I can destroy my enemies with. Basically, you would love a little bit um, car. You gotta get a little bit of car racing then. Yeah, because like uh, it's 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 like that. You can customize all sorts of stuff. You can add like you can blow up. You can go with like monster truck tires and like run people over. Like it's yeah. crazy what you can do in that game. So I mean, I just I just can't like wait. That's why I'm just excited for. Uh, so so if you really like that, were you a Diddy Kong Racing fan? Oh, huge Diddy Kong Racing. Dude, playing a good game. Hovercrafts. Oh, gee, it had everything. I was so happy with that. Hell, game. it had the first rendition of Conquer in it. True true before they scrapped that entire project and then gave us the well-renowned conquer's bad fur day which i don't you know as much is as that I, the greatest a a game you've ever played oh my god it's so fu- it's so well written it's so fun oh. to play it makes fun of itself it makes fun of everything See, else. that you thought that was good did you ever play laser shoot larry uh, yeah <laughs> laser shoot larry oh man that was some oh, like classic stuff there dude but yeah, I think those are some of the uh, those are some of the spring sales going on. Those are probably changed because I think right now, actually, with Xbox Live Gold, if you haven't tried it out, uh, Daylight, uh, it's free right now to download. Yeah, that's right. I've got to check it really out. It's really good. Like, to surpri- I did not know it was a, uh, it was a side scroller. No, it's a post apocalyptic side scroller. It's amazing. Is it the one where you like? It, it's not like it's not like eight bit style. It's like um no, it's like fully rendered and everything like that. Yeah. But it's all just like you're just running along. Um, yes, I, I have played. I played it for PlayStation because I think it was out originally for um it was out for both. Yes, and a friend of mine downloaded it and I, I couldn't remember what it's called. And you have like that weird like you have to turn yourself so it's like a top view type perspective. No, it's not that. It's a uh, no. It's just because full... do, do you remember there was a zombie game that came out that was a downloadable. It was like a downloadable game option. Oh, Dead Nation. Nah, Dead Nation or Dead... No, I'm thinking of Dead Rising. Maybe. No, no, no. It was, Dead Nation, I know, is yeah. uh, only on PlayStation. I got that. And you can, like... It's like you turn, and, like, it's like a third person... Like, you're, like, looking at your character from above, kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, you turn sideways, and, like, you have to... You can keep just shooting for as much as you want, but you have to, like, open different sections. And it's really odd, because you're at, a like, a third-person perspective, so you're, like, looking yeah, down I, at your character I want to say, I think it's... Okay, if it's not Dead Nation, the only I zombie game I can think of is... Is it Burn, Zombie, Burn? Maybe, but I think it's Dead Nation. I think you're right. I think it's Dead Nation. That's but what I was thinking of. I'm sorry. Those are the only two that I know that are on, like, like we're just on PlayStation. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, if you so if you have an Xbox 360 or gold membership, definitely check out Daylight. It is it is fun, and it's not like uh, like I only stopped playing it just because I got stuck in an area, and I was like, okay, get back to because there's some puzzle figuring out like solving and stuff but like it's not a game that's just like oh this is repetitive like it's just interesting like you just want to keep playing like there's not like like it does auto save but it doesn't really break things down you know so you just like you just keep playing it <laughs> like i can't put this down okay but the, well did you ever play flower for playstation no it was funny i almost picked up that pack that they had where it was uh what was it flow beats or i forget was it flow beat i forget what the game is but there's flowers and journey on it yes and i just wanted to play journey i was like i could care less about these dude play flower is it it's stupid it's one of those like i sit down oh this will be kind of fun i I, i'm kind of bored with all the games i want to play i want to be kind of mindless and just kind of have fun and then you play it and you're like wait where did three hours go like seriously i sat down with a friend and like an hour and a half later he was like i gotta go to work like what? What? What, what do you mean? You're, it's only I've only been here like a, he's like, dude. It's been an hour and a half. We've been staring oh, at this shit. game, but he, like you control like this. It's got this simple sort of flower control thing. Like you have to build a certain amount of petals and like okay. it's really cool. It's just simple. It's like so it's simple. So Eric would love it, but he doesn't have a PlayStation Three. That's a bummer. So. Yeah, because you went with the Xbox route, which I understand. There's nothing wrong with that. I I was the one that it went in the reverse. Bought the PlayStation 3, loved it, bought a bunch of the games, you know, games I really wanted to play, and then was like, all my friends were on Xbox, all my friends were on Xbox. I had two friends, you know, I had like maybe a half a dozen friends on PS3 at the time. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, fine, I'll go and buy it. Well, the only problem I have with PlayStation 3, I only played once online, and that was with Uncharted 2, and I thought just trying to get online to play the game was like a fucking wreck. 
like compared to Xbox. Well, see, dude, just, I started with the Call of Duties. So like I, Call of Duty was simple. It's like any of uh, any other Call of Duty game. Like yeah. it's straight up, you you sign in, you find your player, you're done. Like mm-hmm. some of the games, I know what you mean. Like even Little Big Planet, like trying to get some of the the world stuff. But the cool thing was with the the way PlayStation did that game was you could play other people's, you could download like other people's worlds. Yes. And that was the coolest part was you could go play their their designs. And there were some people who built. There was one guy who basically tried to build Mario. He, he like a, tried to build a Mario like side scroller equivalent. Like yeah, pipes and every it was crazy. And he did it. He did an amazing job. No, like I like don't get me wrong. Like Little Big Planet, like I would love to see what they're going to do with the PlayStation Four with Little Big Planet if they decide oh, to do another one. But do one. Uh, no, I thought it was a great. Well, because you had game. Planet One, Planet Two, and Carding. Mm-hmm. I would love to see what they do with Planet Three. They I, could do so much more with the 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 graphic intensive. They have so many more processors now. They have oh, so yeah. much more power that they could render some of the most amazing. Stuff I mean, ever. these are the games that we're like obviously with any. Thing we're waiting for, you know, especially even with the Xbox One, we're waiting for that Halo game to come out. We're waiting, we're waiting to see what they're going to offer us because a lot of the games that are being marketed are a lot of third-party games, which isn't a bad thing, you know, like Watchdog, the Batman Arkham Knights, and stuff like that. But we're not seeing any exclusives right now, which again does happen when consoles first come out. I mean, look at the Wii U. The Wii U hasn't been out for two years now, and we finally got the Super Mario 3D World, which is fantastic. We're getting the Mario Kart 8. You know, you're getting all these games finally, so... Oh, dude, I cannot... Can we please talk about that game? Because that is going to be the most beautiful game. Uh, Mario Kart Race 8? Yeah, we could totally do that. It's going to be the greatest racing game ever, man. Oh, my God, I... (laughs) I I love Forza, I love GT, I will will probably... That's going to be the thing. Like, I don't have any room for another console. I don't want to spend money on another console, but I'm going to see it. So you better invite me over. I swear. <laughs> I will buy a controller if I had. I don't care. I won't even own a system, but I got to play it. I, I'm dying. Um, Potential midnight release on that? I don't know. It's actually going to be released on a Friday. So No, Thursday. Thursday. It's actually coming out on Friday, which is very peculiar with Nintendo. Nintendo has really changed their release dates. It Nintendo used to be like, really wants to just screw with people, I think. It's, no, because uh, back in the day, of course, if everybody knows, uh, new release dates were always Tuesdays. It's always been Tuesday. It's, it's always, always been that way for DVDs, mm-hmm. video games. Everything came out Tuesday. Movies. And like in the theater, it came out Friday. But even PlayStation started doing that too. Now with the release of Second Son, actually was released on a Friday. It, well, we did the midnight showing on the Thursday night, and it was yeah. released Friday. Which I'm like, okay, so you're going around Nintendo. Nintendo actually was releasing stuff on Sundays. Yeah, I remember now, that for a while. The, to me, it started making sense with Friday. Going like, well, if you just got paid. Yeah, now you got money. You got to play. Not, you you know? have to wait wait five days for your paycheck to hit, or three yeah. days, or whatever. So I mean, it's all it all depends. Like, but yeah, so that's going to be released. Uh, that's going to be released on May 30th, which I am looking forward to. I mean, the last game I picked up for my Wii U was the Donkey Kong Tropic Freeze. So How was it? Oh, it's fun. I love it. Is it like is it like original Donkey Kong Country for SNES? Um, there's a little couple of changes, such as like you have like a life meter, um, mm-hmm. and then when you get your like sidekick, we did do I uh, did do uh, like co-op play, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I like about what Donkey Kong did with their co-op play is not like don't get me wrong, I love New Super Mario Brothers and everything like that, but I hated when you run into each other and you bounce yes. off of each other. This one you don't do that. It needs to be like Donkey Kong's in the forefront or he's behind or whatnot, so your characters don't really like you're running on the same path. Yes. But if I run past like if I'm Diddy or Dixie and I'm running past Donkey, I'm not gonna bump into him, I'm not gonna fuck up his gameplay. So what what I really think is fascinating was um one of my favorite games of all times, and I thought it was hilarious because they basically they created a shooter, essentially, mm-hmm. is that they um, actually did Diddy Kong, uh, DK64. Dude, right. Donkey Kong for the 64, where they did the shooter, where you got like the coconut gun, or yeah. you were Diddy, you had your, you had your peanut, peanut pistols, shooter, yeah. or you had the watermelon cannon. Yeah, the watermelon cannon. That was such an amazingly awesome game. It was the first time they used that stupid expansion port where you actually needed it. Yeah, you needed it for that. And then they kept that with when Majora's Mask came out for the uh, Legend of Zelda game, Uh, which they happened in talks with the Legend. I don't know if it's true, rumors, speculation. Well, I mean, they came out with Twilight Princess. I'm not surprised they're going to come out with a new Zelda game. Oh, no, I know the new Zelda game is going to be coming out for uh, Wii U. Wii U, definitely. Well, they're doing that one that's almost like by the people who did... uh, uh, Destiny Warriors. They're, oh, they're um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the code name about, yeah. is like Hyrule Warrior or something like that. Yeah, but uh, it looks really fun. I'm just saying. I'm just telling Nintendo right now. Like, do some co-op with that, or some online gameplay would be amazing with it. But uh, uh, there were rumors has it about Majora's Mask actually being re-released on the 3DS. So what? Don't know if that's true. It's speculations. Just people wanted to wish some things, but uh, we we'll find out. So, uh, dude. Okay. So 
we we kind of skipped around a little bit, but uh, we what's that. the indie games from PAX? Um, there was just a bunch of people that uh, there. It was funny. PAX uh, East had a bunch of stuff. This you know, again, this happened a while ago, but there was a bunch of games that they were showing, and they just looked like it's just so weird to know that all these indie. I'm more excited for these indie games than I am excited for actual. Like EA or Konami or yeah. whoever. So one of the games uh, looks really great is actually called uh, Below. Um, Blow or Below? Below. Um, it's like it's a game like Dark Soul. Uh, Dark Souls. Dark Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Hey, you gonna play the new Dark Souls game? You know, uh, Dark Souls and spelunking. Uh, but it's like uh, it's a very like it's just very simple artwork. Uh, you're like a knight. You go into basically like this uh, mountain cavern, and then you just like basically start descending down, and you're just battling creatures while you do it. It's like kind of like an RPG aspect, but it's just freaking like it's just so cool looking. And then there's another one where it's like all done in like eight bit graphics. This is called like Hyper uh, Light Drifter. Oh yeah, I heard about this. I um one of my friends actually was able to go to PAX East, um uh, and and she came back and she was telling me about some of it and. Um. Yeah. Uh. Is it hyper? Hyper light drifter. Yeah. Yeah. It looks. It looks like a seriously it looks like a, a Japanese anime. Yeah. It's, it's like, like really cool. So I mean, it's just it's just amazing to be that like. Uh, Look at some of the art. Like if you go online, it's eight bit style. Yeah. It's, like eight bit meets anime. Yeah. I've never, it, it's, I've it's, never heard of anything it's like, like it. This. Basically, it kind of reminds me almost like the games like Out of This World. And uh, what was it? Flashback. Yes. Okay. But like in an eight bit kind of style, but like you can see the details in the background, but it's all like eight. It's just it's just beautiful looking. It's just like these games I'm more excited for than actual like like Watchdog and stuff like that, which is weird because it's like these games are going to be the ones that are like they're going to be super cheap because they're indie. Like the most you're probably going to pay for these, depending on how they release, is maybe fifteen bucks, mm -hmm. maybe twenty, depending on the you know. Uh, the company that's releasing, but most of these indie games are probably going to be really super cheap. I mean, that's like the oh yeah, like all the oh yeah games are just freaking cheap as hell. Well, look at like, dude, look at Plants vs Zombies. You want to talk about like your ultimate look at amazing concept, mm -hmm. dude? Like Plants vs Zombie Pirates. Yeah, that was phenomenal. I mean, it's it's simple concept, dude, dude. Who seriously? Who thought you take like a giant like? I, I think it would be hilarious as if you got eaten by one of the plants in a Mario game. Mm -hmm. You got spit out as a zombie. Yeah, it's like, like because it's plants versus zombies and like the same type of chomp mouth, you know, like the Koopa, you know, the Koopa plants. Yeah, yeah, the, the piranhas, the yeah. Chompers, like they're like the same option that they should have in in the game. So yeah, it's just like I seem to be more excited for, uh, you know, for these indie games than I am for actual games coming out for the consoles. Which I know, and it's funny because it's like I know PlayStation is really big on it when they came out last uh, year for E3, where they're like, "We're doing a bunch of indie games," but it's so weird that they're saying less. But I'm like, but indie games have been around for a while, so it's like you're just tapping into this market. So I mean, good for everybody that they're being able to do these things. So uh, this was a weird thing. I don't know how I feel about this, but apparently in Japan you can buy spare parts for your PS4. So wait, 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 wait. Do I have to worry about my PS4 being stolen and take it to a chop shop and like <laughs> cut up and then like I'm gonna find I'm gonna buy a new one and my controller's gonna die or something and I'm gonna have to buy a part from my original PlayStation. Is that what we have? We have Japanese chop shops for PlayStation. No, basically you're gonna come home and your PlayStation 4 is gonna be sitting in the bathtub with ice. <laughs> it's gonna be sitting there with its side cut open. Oh, oh my processor's gone. Where are my processors? Oh my gosh, my hard drive's missing. I guess this is kind of a cool idea because there is part, there is times where it's just a part that broke in your gaming. Oh console. yeah, then you throw out a forty dollars gaming console, and you're like, f. Well, it's not even that. It's like if you don't have the warranty or the warranty has run out, and then you go to send it back to the actual company. Like half the time, like Microsoft, PlayStation. They'll just tell you to buy a new console. They'll either tell you to buy a new console, or they'll be like, oh yeah, we'll take care of that, and then they'll lose it. Or, yeah. or they'll give you a refurbished one, and that will yeah. break in like two months anyway. So it's like, so I don't know if this is a good, bad thing. It's an open market. It's just, it's just very odd. It just makes me wonder if people are just going to start, like, don't get me wrong, people have modded their systems, but I mean, like, really mod their system, where it's like, you come over and be like, hey, what is that? It's like, oh, this is my PlayStation 4. It's like, but it looks like an NES. Like, <laughs> they're just, like, decking it out, like, really old. You, like, you pop off all the plastics on it and, like, rebuild it so it looks like an original NES. Yeah, and it's like, oh you open gosh. the tray and, like, the disc thing comes <laughs> out and all that kind of stuff. It's like, check this out. And he puts, like, the Game Genie on it and it's all like, what the fuck? Dude, I uh, I bought one of my favorite uh, favorite things I picked up recently was I got an original uh, Virtual Boy cartridge oh. option in um, 
not virtual, um, not virtual, um, Super Game Boy. I got an original Super Game Boy still in the box with the original console. Nice. Dude, I picked that up the other day. I'm like, because I've been drooling over the, uh, the Retro N. Have you played any of those? Have you looked at any of those? I don't think so. You don't know anything about the Retro N? Retro N is essentially, they took a, they took a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. People have all these leftover games, but their systems have gotten broken, used, damaged over the years. But they still have SNES games because they were cartridges. Yeah. So those things are like almost impossible to kill. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, they're, they're, they're worse than like, you need at least double tap if not triple on those yeah. things. Like it's bad. They're worse than zombies. Mm-hmm. But, so the Retro N5 now mm-hmm. plays NES games. Oh wait, you're talking about those consoles that have like all the slots in it? Oh, okay. There's yeah. a new 5 out. It's yeah. Game Boy, Ooh. Master System. Famcom, fuck SNES, nice NES, Genesis. Damn, it's literally five different consoles in one. In one, yeah, I've been winded. I've been looking at it. It's hundred bucks. It's supposed to drop this month. It's literally a hundred dollar console. You can then go back and buy all your SNES games you want, all your Famcom oh, yeah. games, all your Genesis stuff you want. It's got a wireless controller option, yeah. or it's got ports, and you can actually plug in your Genesis your or SNES controllers. controllers. That's awesome. So, like, for the, all the people that are missing systems that are like, I can't buy my power cable anymore. I don't want to buy $20 power cable online. Yeah. I'm looking at buying it because I have all these games, but I don't have the system room. So, yeah. it cleans up that. Mm-hmm. The one drawback is sometimes some of the older, some some games won't, they're, it's not like a 100% perfect fit. Yes. It, it, in terms of the, the cartridges fit, but, like, the console came up with... Um, one of my one of my friends had a, like a retro N three, which is the one before it. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know why they went from three to five, but because they went from three consoles to five consoles, like. Maybe. Um, anyway, so they um, so with that they they were totally into. It said that it was like a stolen game, like it wouldn't play it. Oh Even really? Though, like, he owned the game in the cartridge. It said it was like a stolen cartridge, so it wouldn't play it, <laughs> or like it was a copied cartridge. Uh, but funny. for the most part. It seems like a really great option because it solves the. I have forty. I have four consoles to plug into the TV. Yes. How do I plug them all in without getting like four multi taps? Yeah, exactly. Like, or like multi switches, you know. I mean the like the. Uh, like, I can't believe you haven't looked at this thing. It's it's literally. I've I, seen them. I just I did not remember the name of these things. I don't think I pay attention to. I just see them and go, oh, that's cool. Retro N. Five. But um. Um, yeah, no, it's called the, the Return 5. It's supposed to be out for, um, Amazon's got, um, pre-orders out, was supposed to be out for April. Oh, okay. So it's still, um, it's not quite up yet, but it's got a HDMI cable, so you can watch, so you get high def graphics, oh, which cool. you can't do with your old systems. Yeah. You get, um, the AC adapter, variable head sockets, all that kind of stuff, and then it comes with a Bluetooth wireless controller. Yeah. Um, here. So that is what the system looks like. Actually, that's really slick looking too. Yeah, and like all the ports are on top, and then in the front is a Game Boy Game Boy Advance port. Very nice. So you can literally just insert your Game Boy game. That'd be cool, actually. Yeah, it's called the Retro N5. It should be out soon. It's the first one that's offered um, HDMI as standard. Cool. Um, I'm freaking excited about this. I am now too. Looks like I'm gonna be wasting more money. It's a hundred bucks, dude. I still. Dude, funny. you could buy the Hypercom, uh, the Hyperkin Retro N3 if you really wanted to go back. Same kind of idea, same sort of system, less game options. It's a little bulkier. It doesn't look as clean, but I do like the fact that the the this is like seven, 60 bucks on Amazon, which okay, you can get yeah, the SAS system. Yeah. You know, with the, uh, what is it, the SAS uh, website? Oh, yeah. The email link? Yeah, basically, uh, speaking of which, yeah, Amazon.com. So if you want to go to Amazon, don't go to Amazon. Go to the Sasquatch.net, click on our Amazon banner, and go ahead and you can pick up one of these kick-ass little consoles, you know, and then uh, you don't pay anything extra, and we get a little bit of a kickback from it. So support the uh, free funny we guys give you. So uh, I know we usually close out the show with uh, release dates of upcoming games, but instead, uh, Andrew actually had an idea with uh, retro gaming aspects. That's why it kind of was a nice tie-in. Um, I-, I think... Um, um, one thing I really want to talk about, Steve, uh, I'm a huge like retro gamer. I still own my SNES. Mm-hmm. I picked up a, made a deal with a guy where I traded out a fighting stick, like a like a really good like high level fighting stick, mm-hmm. for a Sega Genesis with Sega CD attachment, Ooh. both working, and a PlayStation Two. Nice. Which I had sold years ago because I bought the PlayStation Three, and I figured, oh, it'll be backwards compatible, yada yada. And no, that's another thing that bothers me about all the new systems. I have to have four systems still because I want to play PlayStation 3 games, I want to play PS4 games, I want to play Xbox One, and I want to play Xbox 360. Yeah, actually, and I don't want to pay twice for my Xbox 360 games to buy downloadable content for my Xbox One. I actually just thought of buying, uh, was it a place, if I can find a used PlayStation 2 just so I can still play PlayStation 2 games in one games. Um, you can pick them up really cheap. Yeah. Bookman's. 
Mm-hmm. Um, totally get them there. I've checked around. They're like 50 bucks. Yeah. It's worth it for the 50. Because um, I still have everything. I still have memory cards. I still have... Uh, dude, if you were on, we'll, we'll make a deal. We'll, we'll talk after the show. I might hook you up with the PlayStation 2. It's literally doing nothing for me. <laughs> oh, maybe. I, it was part of the deal. I really wanted the Sega, set, uh, Sega, um, Sega CD, which you can't find. Oh, yeah. Those are... They're super expensive. It's like $100. Like, if you want to buy a Sega CD in a decent condition, it's easily 70 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. But I have literally... the gen- It slides onto the Genesis yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a Gen 2 Genesis, which I really like. It's not quite as fat. Yeah, as the little ones, yeah. It's a little bit smaller. Um, so those two fit nicely together. But I was thinking it would be fun to cover some of our favorite games from kind of quote-unquote back in the history days. Okay. Um, what was like your favorite, um, what was your first real like old school game? Like what was your first system you had? First system I had was uh, an Atari Actually, twenty six fifty. Uh, uh, I think it was a twenty six hundred. Yeah, uh, twenty six fifty two, and then they went up to what the seventy. Yeah, I think it was like the seventy six, seventy eight. Was it seventy six or seventy eight? Something remember. like that. One yeah. of those two. Um, yeah, it was the original Atari with the nice, you know, fake mm-hmm. wood paneling on it. Very nice. Um, I think the games we had for it was like Donkey Kong, uh, Star Wars, uh, the greatest game ever known to man, ET. Uh, <laughs> Dude, there was nothing wrong with it. There was nothing wrong with Atari systems. I no, I Atari, Atari came out with Jaguar, and that was just a horror. System. But um, yeah, so I them. think that was like my very first like introduction to consoles. The next one, of course, afterwards was actually we got the Mega Drive system first. Actually, dude, Mega Drive was a my solid. dad picked it up and we tried playing. And then this is this is the funny part of when I always tell the story. This was back in the day where literally we played a little bit of it and then we we're just like we were kind of like we actually rather get a Nintendo. And my dad was like, all right, put everything back in the box, went back to the store. Turned it back in and got a uh, uh, you know a Nintendo system you know with the two controllers the <laughs> Duck Hunt Mario and stuff and nowadays you can't do that you can't just come home unpack it something play and then go I don't want this and then go back to the store and get back yeah, there because there's screwed. there's all these freaking like well <laughs> is there something wrong with it or uh, yeah. you know it was no a it's a sucky system yeah a, so that was the thing <laughs> so technically we did own a Mega uh, Master System for a little bit Master uh, System or Mega Drive Mega Drive that's okay. right. Because Master System was a great system. I was looking at one. I was drooling over one the other day. They had one at, um, again, Bookman's. Yeah, Bookman's, yes. You, seriously, there are some amazing steals. If you want to yes. start your retro gaming collection, you know, you have that love. You pick up your Hyperkin Retro 3 from Amazon through the Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to pick that up, and you're like, well, where do I find? I haven't touched my Genesis games before. I don't even know if I have them anymore. Yeah. Where do you go? Bookman's. Bookman's. Bookman's and Zia. Zia's a little pricier. Sometimes they have a little better selection. Some of their games can be a little prettier looking. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of going straight to eBay, like honestly, the prices are comparable. And yeah. You don't have to wait. It's a, you take it home, you slam it in your system, and you get a week warranty. Yes. So if it doesn't work, it comes back crappy, whatever. You take it back to them, they'll give you a new one. Same with consoles, they, they cover those. Yeah. It's they... a great way of doing things. And so for me, like my first love was I remember staying up late with SNES. Like my buddy of mine had an SNES. We played Donkey Kong Country till like two oh, in the morning, yeah. and like his like we'd have to play it super quiet because if his parents like woke up, we'd get yelled at and like yes, you guys are all in trouble. You need to go to bed like two hours ago. Yeah. Or like even um, I remember I first I mean that was the first time I fell in love with the the, the whole um, he had Super Mario All Star. Oh yeah. And, like, Super Mario All-Stars was amazing. You had all of Super Mario 1, Super Mario... I mean, all of it. Yeah, you had everything, oh, right there. including the original Super Mario 2 that was released in Japan. But the it was horrible... It was not officially a Super Mario game. They just decided that, hey, Americans will buy anything, so we'll slap Super Mario Brothers on it and call it Super Mario Bros. 2. Oh, no, you mean uh, the Doki Doki Panic one? Yes. I'm talking about the Lost Levels, of the original one that was released in Japan. Then that one, okay. That's when they go... I thought you were talking about the Doki I'm like, yeah, that was pretty much on. Which is funny. They called, it, they called it Super Mario Brothers 2, but it really wasn't. Yeah, no, it was, well, to us, to our knowledge, we thought it was Super Mario Brothers 2, yeah. and then all of a sudden then it comes back to years later where we found out everything, but it's funny because... You dirty apes! It was really funny because they were like, uh, we think this game is going to be way too hard for Americans, so let's just give them Doki Doki Panic and just slap a bunch of Mario sprites on it. But then again, getting that game, though, did introduce the Shy Guys into the Mario franchise. Oh, dude. Who doesn't love good Shy Guy? So, I mean... But, uh, but I mean, so so that was your first love? See, for me, the first system I actually owned owned outright was a N64. I'd always go to friends' houses. You know, my parents were never really into the okay, we want to give you, you know, sit down and play computer games or whatever for hours. So, like, for me, actually, the first computer games I played were, like, 
tanks, the original mm-hmm. tanks for like DOS. Yes. And like Jazz Jackrabbit for DOS. Did you ever <laughs> play that game? That game was so amazing. I'm trying to remember if I played that or not. It's literally it's a game called Jazz Jackrabbit. You were this rabbit who ate carrots to get power ups, mm-hmm. but you also had like guns. It was a side scrolling like shooter style. <laughs> but you were this rabbit. That's crazy. And it was all about getting your like golden carrots back or something. It was crazy. But that like so I started really as technically I started as a PC gamer. I played like the original X Wing TIE Fighter. You know what? Then yeah, I played on a PC as well. Uh, the first I forget some of the games I played, but uh, but yeah, no, the fir- like the first system I owned was like we owned as a family was the Atari. Then we got a uh, Nintendo system, and then my brothers got Genesis. I went with Super Nintendo, and then we all got N sixty four. Like I we, we just kept I just kept getting all consoles when they came out. Then I got a PlayStation, then the Xbox, and so on and so forth. So I was just a gamer, like mm-hmm. hands down, just wanted to get my hands. You But I would say to me, I as much as I love the genesis i just felt like the super nintendo just had such a better aspect of rpgs for rpgs i'd argue though like children um like some of the others like out there like fantasy star never played them oh my gosh all right dude i will you're gonna get yourself a retro end system i'm telling you right now when you do i will bring over my stack of collection games for you to play as much as you want well people want to get me gifts for my birthday (laughs) when is your birthday it's in july Okay, good. I'll be good. 30. Got some time. Hopefully it'll uh, hopefully it'll it'll drop by then. No, but it does look really cool and I have been wanting to get back into getting like old retro games and stuff like that. But instead so. of having to buy four systems, well, get the I, combination. Ended up, I ended up just doing emulators on the Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, that, no, I mean uh, that's how I just been started doing the gaming, especially since I got an arcade emulator on it. I can just play old school arcade games from my home. So. Yeah, and I understand that, but I, I'm just a. I'm, I guess I'm one of those purists. I like my collection. I like going in and looking at like. Oh, oh no! I have my smallest little collection of uh, you know Super Nintendo games. So it's nothing like cute. I think it's maybe uh, seven you, games. You said Donkey Kong One and Two. Is that is that your is that your is that your ultimate game in your collection for you? No, the ultimate game in my collection is actually my Chrono Trigger. Nice. Yeah, my girlfriend, who absolutely loves and adores me and tried to buy me the most expensive gift I'd ever gotten for as a birthday present, was um, an Earthbound yes. big box mm-hmm. with the strategy guide and everything in one box. Yes. $450. That is the most overpriced game there is, mm-hmm. followed very closely by Super Mario RPG. Which I also which have was in, an amazing game. Which I also have in my collection as well. That's like um, if you have one like in a box still, like if it still has the box. No, I just have the game and the instruction booklet. I don't know the box. That's worth like seventy bucks. It's and sad. I even, ha- I even have it. the uh, I even have the uh, the player's guide for it as well. So, dude, that the, seriously, that combination is worth like look them up on like eBay and stuff on some of those things. It's ridiculous. I, I would blow. Heck, away. I even have uh, I still even have my link to the past. So. That's classic. So, I mean, I... I just, I think it's fun. Um, and I think bringing in some of the retro stuff, now that, you know, people have that option, I think, you know, maybe something we threw in at the end of the show was, uh, hey... No, I like Spotlight it. Spotlight Retro Game of the Week. I like it. I, I think it's a good idea, and I would like to get other people's opinion. In fact... Please, uh, please, I will, please, please. I'm going to put this out there. The uh, We don't we haven't done it in a while, but uh, this week's next uh, Get Gaming uh, question of the week will say, what it was your favorite retro game yeah. uh, of all time? It can be any console. Yeah, any console. Uh, you know, let's and, say pre-PS1. Okay, let's go. Yeah, so we'll go from, so what? So PS1, or like N64, Dreamcast. Okay. Back. Back, okay. So that would include, yeah, so the PS1 would be included with that. Um, Jaguar, if you guys actually like that system. Uh, but yeah, so. That thing was an ugly uh, VCR player. That's oh what it God. was. No, the, an ugly VCR player was the Panasonic. Uh, yes, 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 yes. You know, I know exactly what you're talking about. And then also the 3DO. Ugh. I have a friend who has a 3DO and loves it. No, like, don't get me wrong. If you can get your hands on a 3DO, like, when it first came out, though, 500 fucking dollars? Yeah, like, are you kidding me? No, and the games are shit on it. Oh, no, they were horrible options. uh, But, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode of uh, uh, Arcade Bros. I want to thank Andrew for coming on, and uh, we'll see how things go out. Uh, I'd love to have you back on, uh, either as a, uh, just coming on as a guest host or even a permanent host. Uh, We're still looking for other hosts, so don't feel like, oh, the spot's taken. Like, heck, even if it's a, even if it's a podcast with four people I, on it. I like a three-way. Yeah, a three-way would be nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, Andrew, where can they find you if they're looking for you on the interwebs? You can find me at you can find me on my Facebook page at Andrew R. Hopkins. You can also find me on Twitter at Cigar God. Um, I just posted out. Uh, so if you follow the tweets for the show, just hashtag the show and the Get Gaming. Um, those are your two best ways of reaching me. I always check them. They're always on. Send me a message. Uh, let's talk retro gaming anytime you want, man. 
No, you can get some pictures up on Facebook. Yes, because I am that guy. I'm a parent <laughs> to my game collection. Um, I do have pictures up of some of my some of my newest pickups and uh, gets. Very including cool. that sweet, sweet, sweet Sega CD. Sega CD. Yeah, got, I have to. I even got the Frankenstein Dracula game for it. What? It's Frankenstein slash Dracula. Yeah, yeah. Amazing Sega CD oh, game. Oh God. Uh, so uh, actually, if people want to game with you, do you have a gamer tag? Yes, you system? can catch me at um, Death Is Coming. And I'll have to put that out to you because I spell it with uh, in Leet speak. So okay. it's D three four T H I S C O M I N G because I couldn't get the other way I wanted it to. You can get me on uh, Xbox that way, and then PlayStation is Iggy Boogie. Okay. I G G Y B O O G Y. Very nice. Very and so nice. you can catch me on either of those. I'm on pretty much on PlayStation Network or Xbox pretty regularly. Um, send me a message from your friend request. Hey, I heard you on Arcade Bros. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, people listen to that show? Yeah. Well, apparently, according to the numbers, we do get like six, seven hundred listens a week. So, dude. But uh, dude, th- th- it's really We're like almost famous. It's really weird though because it's like <laughs> I get all these listens, but no one wants to respond to the get gaming question. What's going on? So, uh, dude, I'll push it out to my guys, and we'll we'll make this happen. I will get you answers. Yeah. Uh, thank you, though. Uh, yeah, of course, you can find us at Arcade underscore Bros. Also, don't forget to check us out online at Arcade-Bros.com, part of the 4i Radio Network. Of course, my gamer tag is all on there, so it's pretty much the same across every platform except for PlayStation. Uh, it's School Days, S-K-O-O-L-D-A-Z-E, and then on it's 069 on everything else, but on PlayStation, get rid of the zero and it's just 69. So, um. Yeah, and I'll, I'll get you all my gamertag info. Oh, yeah, definitely. That, so you can get that up there on the website. Yeah, so uh, thanks again for uh, hanging out with us. and uh, Thank you for having me so much. Oh, dude, no problem, man. I, I, just, always, I just, just love talking about games. So uh, I guess until next time, kiddos, keep on the gaming. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.